Welcome and hello, and here you are for another installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. This time around, it's October 5th, 2020, and I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. Today's Patreon-fueled shout-out is for me to say, early voting is underway for all registered voters. Vote in person or request a ballot by mail. Register to vote by October 13th. Visit elections.virginia.gov for registration forms. The city of Charlottesville has now had almost as many COVID-19 cases as Albemarle County, despite the latter having twice the population. According to data from the Virginia Department of Health posted this morning, Charlottesville added 16 new cases for a total of 1,380 to date, whereas Albemarle added 15 new cases for a total of 1,383. Since August 29th, Charlottesville has had 758 residents test positive for COVID-19, whereas Albemarle has added 366. Up to that date, August 29th, Albemarle had 1,022 cases and Charlottesville had 648 cases. The rise in cases is believed to be attributed to the return of students to the University of Virginia. UVA began virtual instruction shortly after the pandemic, and students were sent home after spring break but many began to come back to apartments in early August. The return of students who live off-campus to Charlottesville was one reason cited by administration officials for beginning in-person classes on September 8th and reopening the dorms. At the time, President Jim Ryan said that the vast majority of our students will be here in Charlottesville, living in private houses and apartments, regardless of whether classes are all online or not. He went on to say that by welcoming students into classrooms and onto grounds with adequate testing, rules about gatherings and mask wearing, and enforcement, the university would be in a better position to monitor what's happening and to contain any outbreaks. UVA has not updated their official COVID tracker since Friday afternoon when they reported 270 active cases, which is defined as someone with a positive test result in the past 10 days. Of that number, 252 are students. Other information on the tracker is likely out of date by now. Statewide, there are another 687 new cases of COVID-19 today and a total of 42 new cases in the Thomas Jefferson Health District. To date, Fluvanna County has had 384 cases, Green has had 239, Louisa has had 312, and Nelson has had 110. The seven-day average for positive tests statewide is at 4.8% for the second straight day. The figure in the Thomas Jefferson Health District is 5.2%, also for the second straight day. Five of the eight Republican challengers running for U.S. House seats in Virginia have not disclosed financial assets on the forms required by the Ethics in Government Act of 1978. One of three Democratic challengers has also not disclosed their assets on their form, according to information retrieved from the website of the clerk of the U.S. House of Representatives. Candidates are required to file the disclosure forms once their campaign has raised more than $5,000 in a campaign cycle. Three of the Republicans filed the required documents but did not disclose any assets. That includes 5th District Challenger Bob Good, who lists salary and liabilities information but lists no assets. His Democratic Challenger Cameron Webb did list assets, including retirement and savings accounts. 3rd District Republican John Colick, 4th District Republican Leon Benjamin, and 1st District Democrat Kasim Rashid also filed forms but listed no assets. 
There are no online records of either 2nd District Republican Scott Taylor or 11th District Republican Manga Anantamula submitting the form. Incumbent members of Congress are required to file periodic reports on their financial transactions. Read previous coverage of this topic on CBS 19 and on the Rappahannock News. In all, Virginia has 11 districts and 10 of them are contested this year. Only the 5th district race is a contest between two newcomers, as incumbent Denver Riggleman was not renominated for a second term by his party. Former city councilor John Conover has died, according to reports on social media. Conover was elected in 1980 and served one term during a time when Albemarle and Charlottesville entered into a revenue-sharing agreement to prevent further annexation of land by the city. Conover was an attorney with the Legal Aid Justice Center who was also an elected member of the Thomas Jefferson Soil and Water Conservation District. Today in meetings, the Albemarle Architectural Review Board reviews a new three-story building, including a coffee shop on US 250 east of Exit 124, as well as an updated design for a redesign of the Albemarle Square Shopping Center for a new Aldi. Charlottesville City Council meets at 6.30 p.m. and has a public hearing on how to spend $4.1 million in a second round of CARES Act funding. There's also a review of the Home to Hope initiative, a project to help people released from prison re-enter society. The Louisa County Board of Supervisors meets in person at 5 p.m. For more information, check out this week's Week Ahead newsletter on local government meetings. Interested in learning more about our feathered friends? At 3 p.m., Skylar Lawson will lead a discussion at the center on what equipment you need to become a bird watcher and what science citizens can contribute to the field. Lawson is a PhD candidate in the School of Public Health at the University of Buffalo. And that's it for today's edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast, the first one without sound bites. And for that, well, here's me saying something now. Well, it's, they're all sound bites. Anyway, if you've enjoyed listening to this program, please forward it on to someone else so that they can learn something. And please do subscribe to the newsletter. And if you do support this program, consider a Patreon contribution. The newsletter and the newscast will remain free, but I do need a place to produce this thing, and I could use a roof over my head. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow with another installment.